How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm Jen Smith, your host, and today we are going to explore the idea of moving from being an intrapreneur within an established organization to becoming an entrepreneur. I get a lot of questions from people interested in starting their own business and an excellent way to test the waters before making the leap is to think about yourself as an intrapreneur. So have you heard this term before? An intrapreneur is a professional who exhibits an entrepreneurial spirit within an established organization. So it's kind of like trying out entrepreneurship or self-employment under the umbrella of a large organization. So you could think about your current role inside an organization with the mindset of a business owner. Transitioning from a structured environment of some type of corporate or business setting to the dynamic world of self-employment is a transformative experience. And if you're thinking about it, and if you have the opportunity to try it out as an entrepreneur, I highly recommend it. As someone who has personally gone through this transition, I understand the unique challenges and opportunities it presents. So in this episode, I'll share key characteristics of an intrapreneur and insights from my quest to self-employment first as an intrapreneur, and then wrap up with some practical guidance and examples for those of you who are considering or already undertaking this exciting path. So let's get started. Again, an intrapreneur is an individual who demonstrates an entrepreneurial mindset while working within established organization. So this entails embracing all of the principles of entrepreneurship or self-employment, although operating within the framework of a larger company. So it involves approaching your current position within the organization from the perspective of a business owner. And when I was in corporate, I noticed a pattern. And that pattern was that I really liked building things from the ground up. And I remember this distinct conversation with a colleague where he said to me, gosh, Jen, you really enjoy building things. And he went on to say how he didn't really like that part of a 
project. He liked keeping things and maintaining things once they're built. So I really liked building processes or new initiatives. I liked building teams and bringing about innovative solutions. Building something from scratch is a really heavy lift, and it's definitely not for everybody. But as I noticed this, it helped me build confidence with moving into self-employment. If you listened to last week's episode, we talked about superpowers, and I consider building one of my superpowers. And again, noticing this really helped me with the confidence to move into self-employment. So I'm going to share an example here just to put this in context. So when I was working in the HR department at one of my former companies, I started to recognize the importance of preparing our organization for future talent challenges. It was very difficult to hire and recruit for some of our more technical and specialized positions. And obviously, technology is moving so quickly today. And so I really wanted to help our organization with developing a plan, a talent initiative that focused on equipping our current team members with more skills and knowledge to succeed in this digital age. So what we did, I worked with a couple different departments to create this quote-unquote future-ready talent strategy. So we started with a skills assessment across a couple of those different technical roles and levels within the organization to identify existing competencies and skills and areas of improvement. So we analyzed these gaps and really started to understand the skill set that we were going to need in the future. From there, we created a framework outlining these essential future skills that our teams needed to excel in a technologically driven environment. So this framework included both technical and soft skills. From there, we created some programs and integrated it into our learning management system. And these programs included e-learning modules, workshops, mentor programs, partnerships with external training providers. So we really wanted to blend lots of different learning approaches and combine that with both online, self-driven, and in-person experiences for maximum impact. From there, we promoted these opportunities throughout the organization. We wanted to make sure that everyone understood the impact and the benefits to them. So we created a really robust communication plan and then implemented some measurements and evaluation processes to make sure that we were tracking. And we used that data to assess the impact and continuously iterate and identify areas that we wanted to continue to improve. So just by explaining that, you can understand it was a huge undertaking. Although leading a project like this from scratch really helped my assurance and my ability in building an effective initiative driving innovation, anticipating future needs, and creating value. So when I was thinking back on my career in the different areas of intrapreneurship, this project really came to the forefront. And not to mention, this project is something that I could help other organizations do as an HR consultant if the opportunity presented itself. So if you've been thinking about how to test the waters as an entrepreneur, a project like that would be a great way to try it out. So now let's talk through some of the key characteristics or superpowers of an entrepreneur 
And this can help you get a sense of whether or not this path might be a fit for you. So first and foremost, innovation and creativity. So intrapreneurs and entrepreneurs constantly are out there looking for ways to improve products or services or processes or initiatives. They generate fresh ideas and can think creatively to find solutions to existing challenges. So if you find yourself always looking for new ways to fix something, that might be a key indicator that you would be a fit for entrepreneurship. Also, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs take ownership of their work and they proactively identify opportunities to drive change. So there's a high degree of autonomy and self-direction. Risk-taking is another characteristic. So entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are comfortable taking calculated risks and they understand that failure is part of the learning process. So it's an opportunity to view challenges for growth and improvement versus a failure. Collaboration and influence is another characteristic of both entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. So if you're someone who excels at building relationships and influencing others to support your ideas, you might actively collaborate with colleagues across different departments. And if that's something you really enjoy and that you're really good at, that might be an indication you could set yourself up as a very successful entrepreneur and or entrepreneur. And then the final characteristic I want to mention here is vision. So entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs have a clear sense of purpose and they're motivated to make an impact. So they have the vision or the end goal in mind. Another couple of things here I want to make sure folks understand is that entrepreneurs are very comfortable challenging the status quo. They think outside the box and they pursue unconventional approaches to problem solving. So you're not going to hear, this is the way we've always done it from someone who has an entrepreneur or an entrepreneurial spirit. So they're unafraid to experiment, learn from failures, and iterate their ideas. So then going back, entrepreneurship offers opportunities for innovation and autonomy within a larger organization. And the desire to pursue a vision, make independent decisions, and take ownership of the entire business often drives entrepreneurs to become entrepreneurs. So if this resonates with you, here are a couple examples of how you might contribute as an intrapreneur. So innovation and idea generation. So you might consider seeking out opportunities for improvement, generating new ideas, proposing innovative solutions to address challenges or market opportunities. You could contribute to brainstorming sessions and pitch new concepts to your leadership team. Collaborating with cross-functional teams to bring their ideas to life are all ways that you could contribute as an entrepreneur. Process improvement is a huge way to contribute as an entrepreneur. So most entrepreneurs have a very sharp eye for identifying inefficiencies and finding ways to streamline processes. So maybe you analyze existing workflows, suggest improvements, implement changes that increase productivity or cost savings or enhance customer experiences. You might champion initiatives such as automation 
or adopting a new software to drive productivity within your team. Perhaps you join special projects. So entrepreneurs will often take the lead in spearheading special projects or initiatives within an organization. You might propose or develop a new product line or create pilot programs to test new concepts or exploring new markets. You would think about yourself as being willing to take calculated risks and navigate through the uncertainty of the unknown to explore untapped opportunities for your organization's growth. Entrepreneurs foster a culture of collaboration and innovation. So maybe you actively engage with colleagues from different departments and share your knowledge and expertise and insights across departments. You encourage mentorship and the exchange of ideas, creating this environment that really nurtures creativity in entrepreneur or entrepreneur thinking. Entrepreneurs also lead by example and inspire others to think entrepreneurially. So maybe you encourage a learning mindset and you embrace failure and you share, you're vulnerable of those failures and you share that as an opportunity to learn and iterate and get better. You might be a mentor and support others and guide colleagues who want to enhance or develop their own entrepreneurial skills. So overall, you're a champion of continuous learning, adaptation, iteration, and innovation. You also might consider building your professional brand. So maybe taking this a step further and building your professional brand around your entrepreneurial spirit. So perhaps becoming a thought leader by sharing your ideas and opinions more broadly, both inside and outside your organization. So by leveraging your entrepreneurial qualities, you can significantly impact an organization. You can contribute to companies' growth and their ability to adopt to our ever-changing market demands and dynamics. Ultimately, entrepreneurs play a crucial role in driving innovation and positive change throughout the organization. And you might love this type of role and you can seek it out throughout your career under the umbrella of an organization, which is fantastic and can be a highly rewarding career path. Now, if you're thinking about that transition from entrepreneurship to entrepreneurship, let's talk through some of the challenges and strategies to overcome those challenges. And I've learned that if you have this nudge to try self-employment, it's worth exploring and thinking through all the pros and cons of making this transition. So challenge number one is autonomy and responsibility. As an entrepreneur, you may have been accustomed to working within established structures and relying on support systems provided by the organization. Transitioning to entrepreneurship requires embracing autonomy and taking responsibility for all the aspects of your business. So you're letting go of that support system. Developing a strong sense of self-discipline and establishing clear goals is critical. 
This is why I talk about heart-based career goals so often and I conduct seasonal check-ins because if I lose sight of my intentions, I am going to be spinning my wheels without that framework or support of an organization. Challenge number two is a mindset shift. So shifting from an intrapreneurial mindset to an entrepreneurial mindset is essential. As an entrepreneur, you might be comfortable taking risks, embracing uncertainty, and constantly adopting to changing circumstances. And so you have to cultivate this learning mindset. Be open to learning from both successes and things that don't go as planned and then view them as challenges and opportunities for growth. Developing resilience and a positive attitude to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. And my friends, this is a practice. Trust me, it is something I work on every single day. Challenge number three is building a network. So as an entrepreneur, you often have access to an extensive professional network within your organization, pretty much at your fingertips. As an entrepreneur, building a new network that supports your goals and provides valuable connection is crucial. So as an introvert, this was really hard for me. But one of the things that I did that is still working is joining online communities and really surrounding myself with people who are experiencing similar challenges or who can provide the guidance and support. I've also found it really helpful to attend industry events and online networking groups related to entrepreneurship. Challenge number four is financial considerations. So transitioning from a stable income in a corporate setting to the uncertain financial landscape of entrepreneurship requires some careful planning. So before making the leap, assess your financial situation, create a solid plan and explore your options. So personally, creating a portfolio career with multiple income streams made this work for me. I'm not going to lie. It is still something I struggle with. It is nerve wracking not having a stable paycheck each week or every other week or every month. Although the drive and the purpose behind my work outweighs that concern. Another thing that helped me make the leap from a financial standpoint was starting my work as a career coach and HR consultant as a side hustle while maintaining my steady income. So gradually transitioning from that full-time intrapreneur to a full-time entrepreneur with a side hustle was really helpful, knowing that once the business gained traction, I could let go of that intrapreneur role. Not to mention, you can do all of this planning as an entrepreneur while planning your quest to entrepreneurship. I can't stress enough the importance of staying true to your vision and remaining devoted to your goals. You're in it for the long haul. So entrepreneurship can be challenging, but it also offers huge rewards for personal growth and fulfillment. Now let's wrap up with a case study about Alex. Alex is a heart-based professional who is an extraordinary IT professional. But 
they were feeling a little tired and bored in their role within a large organization. So Alex explained many examples of how they worked as an entrepreneur within a leading tech company for years, utilizing their expertise to develop exceptionally creative solutions for implementing new technology, upgrading systems, and conducting risk assessments to safeguard sensitive information. They had a never-ending nudge to work independently and leverage their skills and knowledge in a different way, which led Alex to explore the idea of becoming a self-employed consultant. This took time, but while they were still working inside the company, they started a blog to share their knowledge and develop their voice. So they began working on building their external network this way, participated in a few different panel discussions, which is how they got their first independent client. And once Alex realized that they could be paid for their IT expertise, they decided to give it a shot. And Alex's transition from entrepreneur to entrepreneur was challenging. They had to navigate a lot of different intricacies of setting up and managing the business. However, Alex's determination and deep industry knowledge helped them overcome these obstacles and build a strong foundation for their consulting practice. So it was Alex's work as an entrepreneur that led them to become a successful self-employed consultant. So I hope this story explained a little bit about how an entrepreneurial role inside a company can help you become better equipped for self-employment should you consider going down that path. And if you have that little voice in the back of your mind that is bugging you to become an entrepreneur or at least explore self-employment, this is an excellent opportunity to give it a try. And I know from experience that that little voice isn't going to go away until you give it a try. So break out that heart-based career development workbook, which I'll add to the show notes, and start crafting your plan to try out an entrepreneurial project and test the waters as an entrepreneur. So in summary, working as an entrepreneur inside an organization is a fun and exciting way to explore what it might feel like to start a business without a ton of risk involved. Of course, if you decide to leap into self-employment, there will be challenges, including adopting to increased responsibility, mindset shifts, and building new networks. But ultimately, the choice between entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship depends on your heart-based intention, your signature traits, your risk tolerance, and your core and lifestyle values. Both paths offer unique benefits and challenges, and it's important to carefully consider your circumstances before deciding. So whether you pursue entrepreneurship or you see yourself as an entrepreneur, I encourage you to embrace your entrepreneurial spirit and seize the opportunities for growth and development. And to all the aspiring entrepreneurs out there, believe in your ideas, surround yourself with a supportive community, keep iterating, learning, and adapting. Your path will be filled with ups and downs, but through these experiences, you'll discover your potential and leave a mark on the world. 
So that's a wrap for this week. If you like what you heard, please consider providing a rating and review of the show. It helps more people like you find me. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time.